Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the GMB Show. Here with Andy today, and we're going to talk about doing your job and doing it well. What's up, man? Oh, man, I am excited, as always, to be talking <laughs> because my wife doesn't listen to me and my daughter doesn't listen to me. So this podcast, man, it's like it's an oasis in my life. You got me to listen. Yeah, so it's all good, man. You know, this topic, doing your job and doing it well, this is something that all of us, all of us all over the world will, you know, get some great knowledge from you about because you are the master of doing the job and doing it well, right? The master. Well, it, That's why you are the CEO of GMB, <laughs> the boss. So, Yeah. Well, this is really this is really something I learned when I was very young. Uh, my father was playing in bands, and one of the bands he was in, I swear the guy introduced almost every song like this. But he would say, "This is a song we like to play, and some people play it slow, and some people play it fast, and we kind of play it half fast." <laughs> and he would do that like four times a night. But I don't know. I've always just had that in my head, and. <laughs> that was his job, yeah. That, that was pretty much his job was to introduce every song with that stupid corny joke. But the thing is, is that you you can't do things half-assed, yeah. right? Yeah. If you try to yeah. do like 10 things half-assed, you end up with five asses that's and right. nobody wants five asses. Yeah, it's a lot of so, ass. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you've got you've to gotta decide, again, priorities. Like we've talked about a, a few different times, but specifically – we want to talk about what should your priorities be as somebody who is trying to learn how to develop their physical autonomy, yeah. how to get stronger, how to get more flexible, all these things. What is your job in, in this context, right? I mean, because everyone knows what their job is in their career, right? You already have a job there. Yeah. So that's one job you've already got, right? And you, you probably, you may have a job as, you know, a husband, father, wife, you know, whatever. You may have other things that are hobbies too, but for most of the people that are listening to this now, I would wager a lot of money that learning how to train yourself is not something that's ever likely to be your job. Yeah. And that even if training other people becomes your job at some point, probably training yourself is still not going to ever be one of your most important jobs. You know, law of averages here. I mean, for some people, it's, it's always possible. Yeah. But you know, one of my favorite uh, quotes is a guy named Merlin Mann, and he says that uh, priorities are like arms. If you think you have more than two, you're crazy. Well, I think jobs are the same way. If you if you think you can you can sustain more than two jobs seriously, I think you are crazy, and I think you're going to burn out. And so you you probably have a career, you probably have some social obligations. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that your fitness training is not your job. Yeah. Right. And as a result of that. How should we be looking at it? And that's what I really want to talk about today. Why it's okay to be an amateur. Mm -hmm. So I think, Ryan, you've got a lot of perspective on this because it's your job to train other people. Yeah. But then when it comes to you trying to learn new things, you almost always seek out another coach. Absolutely. If you're coaching yourself... You're screwed. Your coach is an idiot. <laughs> your coach is an idiot. That's what it is. I love that. I love that phrase. Yeah. If you're coaching yourself, your coach is an idiot. It's tough when you 
you look at the fitness world, to be honest, and you have these coaches, these great coaches out there, and they're very good at coaching other people, and then you see them try and coach themselves and do things, and you, and you know it's just not going to work. Um, from the very beginning, I was lucky I understood this. I don't coach myself. Uh, if I want to learn something, I'm going to go and seek out the best person to help me with that, whether that be you know, when I was learning anything. I mean, way back in gymnastics. I mean, think about that as a kid. No, I'm going to teach myself gymnastics. Yeah, right you are. No. <laughs> you know, you go to your coach, whether it be, you know, football, basketball, whatever you're doing. Another recent example is, you know, I've got a lot of background in grappling uh, with my judo, and I also did some other different forms of grappling, but I want to learn Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I'm not just going to get a book and try and read a little bit and teach myself. No. I actively searched out very good black belt here in Japan, and I'm paying this person to teach me private lessons. So thing is, it's knowing also when it's not your job. This is extremely important. And right. so right. Uh, to give a little bit of a different example, you know, this always reminds me when we talk about jobs is when we first started out in GMB. And so it was Andy, Jarlow, and I, and we were like wearing so many different hats because mm-hmm. it was just us. We had so many different jobs and it was crazy, absolutely crazy. And that's just how it was. You know, we had to do that because it was just us. But as we've grown, we've really taken a step back and looking at what is our job. Basically, what do we do extremely well? And what do we not do well? And we don't do the things that we don't do well. We have someone, we've brought in other people to be able to do the jobs that we're not good at. Looking at that in a work perspective, actual like our business kind of thing, we've done this. But this is also what I do as well as in my own training. So yes, I'm a coach. That's what I do. I train people. That's pretty much it. That's really my job in the aspect of GMB. But here's another thing too, and just because I'm a coach for other people in GMB, I don't coach my daughter in swimming. So this right. is extremely important to me too in that I want the best for my daughter and I know that because I'm not a swimming coach, I shouldn't be coaching her. I let her swimming coach teach her. So this is another example of even though I might be good at doing one particular thing in coaching you know, here in GMB, I'm not going to step into another person's realm and think that just because I'm a coach elsewhere that I can be a good coach to my daughter in swimming. So this is another thing too where knowing your place, knowing where you stand and being able to basically, you know, set aside that ego and say, hey, no, that's not me and be cool with it. So I think a lot of people, Andy, and I'm sure, you know, we all see this is where people think they can do something. So they try and step in and do this other job where they're really not prepared to do it. And I think that this is the thing where it's going to be half ass. It's not going to turn out well, basically. Sure. Sure. I mean, okay, watch any professional sporting match in the history of the world and you'll hear all the armchair coaches say, Oh, well they should have done this. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And it's, human nature right to to say these things but also if you're a football coach who is leading a a team of of men who's probably worth you know i don't know hundreds of millions of dollars a year 
right? You have access to the best advisors. You have like probably three strategy sub coaches, Mm -hmm. maybe a staff of 10 or 15 uh, SNC coaches working under you. You have all the best advice in the world. You don't need Dave uh, to tell you that you've made a mistake or you should have done the play a different way. (laughs) Exactly, right? Yeah, right? But here's the thing too. Dave from Montana is not necessarily a bad guy. Right. There's nothing wrong with Dave right. from Man- right. Montana. Right. He's, you know, he enjoys the game. He's watching it and he wants his team to win. Right. right? And so when they make a mistake or something, yeah, he's going to get upset and that's fine too. But the other thing is, is that you also have to know when to step back and trust the people that are Absolutely. making those decisions. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to, to being coached in something or to doing a, a training program or something like that, well, for example, if you're out there looking for training programs online, you're probably looking at all different examples out there and you're comparing things, yeah. right? And in order to see how they're similar and different and which one's a better fit for you, you're looking into their features. You're looking into how they how they work. Yep. And you're going to learn some things about how like the programming is and why they choose some exercises and others. And you're going to be looking at which one is best for you. But the thing is, don't let that trick you into thinking that you're an expert on exercise programming. When I say it like this, yeah, it sounds obvious like, oh, of course not. But you'd be surprised how easy it is to, to trick yourself. Yep. And I don't mean to say that anyone's a bad person if you've, if you've ever done this thing and been like, oh, well, you know, I think that you guys should probably add pull-ups to, to P1. And that's not a bad thing to think, you know. P1 looks on the surface like it's a pressing program and you might think that you want to do more pull-ups to, you know, balance it out with pulling. But what you don't know you, what it's not your job to know is that P1 is actually a lot more balanced than that and that a lot of people have done P1 with no pulling movements for three months and increased their ability to do pull-ups significantly because things like the L-sit do a lot of lat activation and shoulder strength and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not your job to know that. It's ours. Yep. It's ours. And so what you need to know is that you don't need to worry about these things. You need to choose someone to trust. That's really your biggest job. Choose someone to trust to coach you and then let them do their job well. And you do your job well, which is then to follow the thing to the best of your ability, ask questions when when you need to, and then do the work, right? Because... It's back to the same thing about like, uh, you know, you hire a plumber to come out and fix your toilet and he's, he's in and out of there in 10 minutes and the bill is $500 and you're like, man, you know, $500 for 10 minutes. That's great. But you know what? He's got a truck full of tools that probably cost $120,000. He's got probably 15, 20 years he's invested in learning how to fix toilets, you know, and that's not a fun job. Mm. My father just retired actually today after Ooh. 48 years of being a plumber. Nice. Uh, commercial plumber, so he wasn't doing a lot of toilets. But still, point being, it's not a fun job to be fixing toilets all day. <laughs> and so you're paying the plumber for that, you know. So, But you don't stand over the plumber's shoulder and say, actually, maybe you should use a crescent yep. wrench there. Yep. You don't do that, right? So it's the same thing. You have to know what's your job and what isn't. And so I think everyone listening to this, you have jobs that you really care about, Right. You, know, you have your career, you might have your family, you might have another hobby you do, you might have something else, but you're not going to be able to do more than two jobs well, just like you're not going to be able to grow a third arm. So you need to decide to just do your job when it comes to the training and let us do ours too, you know, and we want to explain that to you as best we can too, but you, you have to know when to just do your job. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be an amateur. This is something right. you say, you say this a lot, right? And 
And a lot of people might hear that and think, no, but I want to be the best. Okay, well, listen, if you are working in an office somewhere doing whatnot, okay, I'm sorry, you're not going to be Olympic caliber athlete and that is perfectly fine. Absolutely fine. Be as good as you can be, but <coughs> understand that your job is not that training. Your job is to just go through the training and be as you know good as you can. And it's okay to be mediocre in those other things. It, it's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I think the problem is that we hear a lot of this rah-rah, you've got to be the best in the world, and we see the Facebook memes and Right. You know, how bad Instagram, do you want it? How bad do you want it? You you've got to you know bleed to get you know, which is like you've got to be kidding me, okay? Yeah. No, we've you know you're not an athlete, all right? Sorry, I'm not an athlete. I'm not. Here's the thing. I mean, how bad do you want it? You might want it real, real bad, but I guarantee you don't want it nearly as bad as you want to keep your job. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? that's it. So how bad do you want it? You may think you want it real bad, but when you put it in perspective with your other jobs that are more important, mm -hmm. you actually realize you, you. Well, come to think of it, I don't really want it all that bad after all. And that's a good thing because yes. that means that you've got your priorities in focus. They're they're focused. You know that that is not the thing it is. If it is, well, then you know what? Then you should quit your other job and just focus on that and make sure how you can, you know, take care of your family by, you know, nailing that planch. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. It doesn't work that easily, <laughs> okay? Right. So uh, being an amateur and just being okay in things is okay. Yeah. This is, a, yep. this is something yeah. that a lot of people will just frown upon. But you know what? Yeah. That's fine. That's absolutely no, it, fine. It's super important. Yeah. It's super important. And here's the thing. I don't want anyone listening to this to also think that we're, we're uh, telling you don't try to learn things and don't explore oh, and yeah. you should just listen to authorities and no, shut up and no, do what no, they no, tell no. you. That's not it at all. No. And I really think everyone should be – if something excites you, man, go learn as much as you yeah. can. Go learn from as many sources as you can, yeah. right? If, if you get excited about a, a new method of training and if you if you decided you want to change your your life physically and if you want to start doing things differently, go learn as much about it as you can. Read every website, read books, watch videos, you know, do whatever you need to do. But you have to understand that reading these things, learning about them is not the same as applying it too, yes. right? Yes. And learn from every source you can, but when it comes down time to do stuff. Don't try to do all those things at once because you're going to screw it up, right? And don't try to second guess, you know, one path by looking at the, the context of another path, mm -hmm. right? You know, learn from a, a lot of sources, but when you're doing one thing, do that thing. Your job is to do that thing. Your job is not to evaluate that thing in light of another thing, right? right? So we're not saying don't learn, don't explore, we're saying that once you have chosen to do a job, training in a certain style or something, don't then try to teach yourself to do the job of coaching yourself or something on top of that, right? Sure. Let me give you an example. So my job is basically being the best I can in GMB because, well, <laughs> I'm basically the poster child for GMB. So... Right now, though, I really enjoyed doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I'm not going to let this new love of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu affect my GMB job. 
So let's say uh, doing something in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and, and me thinking now I'm going to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I'm going to learn as much as I can. I'm going to train every single day and I'm going to go and try and compete and do all this stuff. End up getting injured. I can't do my job in GMB and we're done because that could basically be what it is. So that's one thing. But another example could be when I'm doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, it is a hobby. That is it. I'm at an age right now where I am never, I mean, I'm happy with this. I'm not going to be national or international champion in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I am okay with being an amateur. It's perfectly fine. I'm learning a lot. I'm researching, watching videos because I enjoy Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But whatever I learn or pardon me, whatever I'm watching and whatever particular techniques that come up on the YouTube, I'm not going to go into my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu class and go up to my teacher and say, hey, I watched this the other day and um, yeah, this is what you need to teach me today. I let him do his job and look at what I need and basically just kind of enjoy it for what it is. So then yeah. when I go back to my real job of GMB, I can be able to do that. I am able to do that. Excuse me. So those are, I mean, those are kind of like broad examples, but you know, we're not saying that you shouldn't be doing other stuff. It's that don't let those other things interfere with your real job of what you're trying to do. Right. Because that's really the, the second point of what we started out with, not just do your job, but do your job and do it well. Mm -hmm. And in order to do it well, you know, you can't, you can't let, you know, distracting thoughts, uh, make you do it less well. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't go and just start messing around with it if you don't understand how it works, right. you know? Right. So, you know, do, do your jobs and do them well, do everything you can as well as you can, you know, it's really important, but understand that, you know, even though we put out a lot of information about different ways to do exercises, why to do them in certain ways and things like that, you don't need to understand all of that right. to be able to get value out of yeah. the training. Yeah. You don't need you don't need a degree in exercise physiology to be able to understand how to be able to to exercise and get good results, mm -hmm. right? You don't need eight years of medical school and two years residency to go to the doctor and get a flu shot. Right. That's what we're we're doing is we we make the flu shot. Okay. Mm -hmm. You you just have to. Stick you know, your arm out, out your there. And, yeah. Pull down your pants and take the needle, right? <laughs> like that's all you got to do. I guess you, they, they do it in the arm now. So yeah. uh, you can keep your pants on even better, right? <laughs> but yeah, but that's a good point. And so uh, while I think it's great if you want to learn more about the whys of what we're doing, intelligence is a good thing. Um, yeah. Like Andy said, it's, it's really about in the beginning of just getting the results. And so in order to get those results, just doing the work, trusting in the process and doing it as well as you can. So yeah. that's really it. Yeah. And don't, don't let trying to learn someone else's job distract you from doing your own. Mm -hmm. All right. So obviously this is something that we're pretty passionate about and um, because we like to do things and do them as well as we can because that's really why we are continuing with GMB. We wouldn't be doing this if we just wanted a half asset. So we'd just be five asses. We would. <laughs> yeah. Which on three guys would look awful. That is kind of, you know, we should be working out more because that's kind of a big ass. Uh, do your job, do it well, and enjoy 
the process. Always say this a lot, yes. but you know, trust in the process and enjoy the process. Yes. And uh, things will be good. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, see ya. For more great info, join us over at gmb.io. And be sure to check us out on iTunes and YouTube.